0: Welcome back to another week of Skin Talk with Lo and Faith. I'm your host, Lo. And I'm Faith. And we're here to talk to you guys about some more skin care, skin facts, and things all about skin and osteology. And we're excited to bring you into some information about sunscreen this week. Last week, we talked a lot about skin cancer and the ABCs of how to identify potential cancerous lesions. And this week we thought it would be a good segue into sunscreen
1: and all about that. I think that if somebody said, what one product, if you had to just use one product for the rest of your life, you couldn't use any other product for the rest of your life. You had to just choose one. It would be sunscreen. I don't care if I never washed it off. I would put it on all day long, every day.
0: That's the truth. <laughs> Truly, if anything, you want to think about the health of your skin. And you're right. If you could only use one thing in the world, you're right. Sunscreen. Because I need it over my whole body in the summer. Yeah. I'm at the pool, especially like.
1: There's just, no hero product that works without sunscreen. That's true. You don't need to use
0: any retinoids, any glycolic, no active of any sort
1: without the use of sunscreen (laughs) nothing works without her so we're gonna dive into like just everything sunscreen from what type of sunscreen you should be using um, how much you should be using how often you should be using different types and everything in between and all the importance so I think that us as estheticians already push sunscreen down everybody's throat but not a lot of people understand why so Hopefully, this will give you more answers. For sure. And I had
0: someone the other day tell me that they didn't think they needed sunscreen. And if you think that you don't need
1: sunscreen, then this
0: is absolutely an episode for you as well.
1: So we can start off on the basis of the types of sunscreen that there are, where we're talking about physical versus chemical. What's better? What's the difference? Tell them a little bit about that.
0: I mean, I think that first and foremost, the most important thing about chemical sunscreen and physical sunscreen, I think, to know is just the difference. Because when it comes down to whether it's good or bad, I kind of feel like it's personal preference for a lot of different
1: reasons. I think it's mostly personal preference. Yeah, like mostly
0: it's personal preference.
1: But there are substantial differences that would play a key factor into somebody using one over the other and obviously in both of our opinions there is one that is better but it doesn't make the other one not effective don't ever use it but there are definitely some type of people that should not use it because of certain factors and we can get into that great
0: we would say, I would say that we are both physical sunscreens kind of girls. Yes. We like physical sunscreens. Um, those are the sunscreens that are going to say titanium dioxide, zinc oxide. Um, the, ox- the titaniums and zinc oxides are usually what you're seeing, like as the ingredient, the active ingredient for physical sunscreens. Whereas chemical sunscreens, you're going to hear like oxybenzonate, um and a lot of like oxy other words if that mm-hmm. makes sense like in the ingredients
1: list. so the biggest difference between chemical and physical is that chemical absorbs the uv ray lights um while physical reflects the uv ray lights which in my opinion gives you a better protection um whereas one is like taking it in and destroying it per se the other one is completely saying get out of here don't touch me in a way exactly also a big difference like
0: a chart you'd kind of see like an arrow going straight down through Mm -hmm. the skin with chemical sunscreens like that would be the uv rays Mm
1: -hmm. but with
0: physical it kind of like they said is reflected or it, it kind of bounces off the skin
1: so also a, a big difference that not a lot of people realize is that physical sunscreen works immediately so as soon as you put it on it's working whereas chemical sunscreen it always will say in the bottle like um, apply 20 to 30 minutes before sun exposure because it takes more time to work so and that for me personally it's so much easier to I can get in the car and be like oh I need sunscreen on right now while I'm driving physical sunscreen is your go-to because I could put chemical sunscreen on and by the time I get to where I'm going it's just now starting to work
0: right I'm trying to slap something on and continue about my day I don't really have time to wait and continue to do things at least that's my lifestyle
1: yeah And then also your physical sunscreen is going to be a lot better for your acne-prone clients and anybody undergoing um, deeper treatments, skincare treatments like uh, needling or laser or chemical peels. You do not want to use a physical sunscreen while you're healing from those things because it will hurt your skin. It will not be comfortable. Yes, a chemical sunscreen will... Burned, it will not feel comfortable, it may even damage the skin while it's trying to heal. So, a physical sunscreen is definitely um, a must when you're doing deep treatments. And, like I yes. was saying, for acne patients as well, I much prefer physical sunscreens because it also gives you other benefits with the ingredients that it has, like zinc,
0: the zinc to yeah.
1: help with inflammation in your acne.
0: For sure. So, those are really a lot of reasons to choose. <laughs> if you physical. just want to be safe
1: physical. go physical if you want to be safe, go physical but if then I'm... I
0: also am a firm believer like if you have a sunscreen right now that you love and this is like your favorite sunscreen and you're not nece- necessarily acne prone because you never know there could be like other ingredients in it mm-hmm. you might need to check it but like if you just like love your sunscreen and you're wearing it I say keep using that
1: because mm-hmm. you need to be protected now, if you are having um, breakout issues and you're not sure what's triggering, some chemical sunscreens can also trigger acne right. with the um, active ingredients that they use. So that's also another reason to stay away from it if you're acne prone. Um, But if you are not having, if you're not acne prone and you don't have any issues with it and it's not irritating to you and you found it to work for what you need and it's, what you like or what you have. Granted, if Go I'm hard somewhere hard. and I grab in my purse and I grab, I even think Glymet is a chemical sunscreen. Mm-hmm. is a chemical. Carry. So if I grab that and I'm like, this is all I have, I'm putting it on. Not, sure. I'd rather put it on than not put anything on.
0: One hundred percent.
1: One hundred percent. Stay protected.
0: And speaking of that, like grabbing something and going, and the products that you have, I think the next thing that we could talk about would be the different types of sunscreen that there are out there. What's some of your uh, favorite products, Faith, that you like to use on the go? I know I have Uh, a favorite.
1: Yeah. The two that I keep on are um, my powder sunscreen from Is Clinical and then the compact from Skin Better. Honestly, I, it really depends on what I reapply between those two and honestly I know you you really love the Skin Better Compact I will say for me personally sometimes I don't love how much I have to blend it especially if I'm putting it over makeup if I have makeup on Mm -hmm. I'll probably grab the powder because it's easier blended I I feel like with the compact I kind of have to like beat my face a little bit more for it not to like be patchy but that and I completely like if I had a top tier only something I could ever use again, it would be the Tone Smart Liquid. And I love that one. I just don't reapply it throughout the day. Typically, right. that's like the first one I put it on in the morning. Um, That is my foundation. I don't use foundation. That is the only thing that I use. <clears throat> and that one is flawless. Like it is completely flawless. I love it. Honestly, like if I didn't want to use it sparingly, I probably would use it all throughout the day. But I, I I like the powder from Miss Clinical for reapplication, especially over makeup.
0: Yeah, that sounds nice for over makeup. I definitely loved using the compact when I went to Puerto Rico and I had it and I was just able to like boom, 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 use it, have the little mirror on there.
1: I and when that. you're not using wow. any makeup, It's it's definitely easy to apply,
0: right? I never wearing,
1: yeah. So there's no issue with that because it's just I'm scared that I'm going to unblend my makeup. I guess.
0: Facts, facts.
1: I feel that, but you can pat it in very easily. I just haven't learned the best technique, I guess, because every time I try to put it on, it's like orange because you have to blend it for to like adapt to your skin tone. But like, yeah, I feel like it's a little bit of a thicker consistency, so. I want to make sure that I'm getting good coverage. And sometimes I feel like I have to like rub it into the skin.
0: Right. I haven't tried the non-tinted one, but maybe.
1: No, I <laughs> have not either. But Do I y'all wonder Do you carry if they...
0: it? No, we don't carry the um Skin Butter sunscreens. We mm. carry Elta MD. And I also use the Elta MD Restore. I really love that. I don't use tinted that much. My compact from Skin Butter is tinted, but I use the Elta MD Restore. Um, untinted and I love it so much like it's amazing I feel like it gives me like a glow and I just love it but I also love my skin better but yeah there's there's all different other types of you know forms of sunscreen as well like sprays I I don't really try sprays usually the sprays you'll find are mostly chemical I went on like a hunt one time like a personal just adventure looking for a good physical spray sunscreen so if anyone out there is listening and they know of one let me know dm me or something but i have not found a really good physical one in a spray did you look
1: in just in store or did you search online
0: i've just looked in like store and stuff like that gone to like different stores i mean i've kind of i feel like searched like online but i haven't found yeah i've definitely searched online
1: i'm just searching on google for physical spray sunscreens, because honestly I d- I love the like convenience of a mist too because then like you don't mess up your makeup you don't have to like blend it in or anything um but the problem is and I'd had to try some of these because honestly now that I'm going down this rabbit hole like I want to try some but also it's hard to find a good one that doesn't like come out super white and thick Right, no, for sure. So, oh well,
0: actually, yeah. Let me correct myself. The ones that I have found, <laughs> I'm wrong. The ones yeah. that I have found are super thick and white. I actually have one for my body that I use. That is all physical, and it's like extremely thick and white. So you're yeah. right. Let me, let me correct myself.
1: So I want to like looky try some of these, but it shows that Sunbum has no. It's a mineral. Yeah. Spray. Sunbum.
0: All of but the But I've tried are their. Are thick.
1: I've tried Sunbums, I think it's Sunbums spray. It's in a it's in a very skinny tube and it has a very fine mist. Like it's it's really good, but it's it is is chemical. So I don't know. Chemical need, right. honestly, exactly. okay. any of the
0: chemical th- ones that you find are like thin mist and they go on really mm-hmm. good. Anything that's physical mm-hmm. is like super thick and white and it's like just I don't know. It's, kind of it was a disappointing journey for me
1: <laughs> super goop has a resetting refreshing mist i think it's i'm looking chemical, up though. well i looked up physical so that's what popped up so uh, let me look I'm at looking. their uh, ingredients okay no that is definitely a chemical x you out and then yeah, the girl sunscreen like, has That's a plain
0: <laughs> when i was looking for for those um like, qual- I won't say quality because I'm sure, like, the thick ones maybe are great for the body. Not maybe, like, because I use one for my body. But one for, like, the face, the spray. Unfortunately. I don't know. You guys let us know if you, you find, find like that.
1: <laughs> right. Black I know that Girlful there's Screen also, like, one, But it's chemical.
0: Yeah. Most of the sprays that are, like, thin are
1: chemical. There's
0: also some really good. Well, I won't say some because I don't know many. But a really like two like really good makeup lines that have sunscreen color science and isn't isn't there another one maybe that you use faith that other than color science that has makeup as well with sunscreen i've only no color science hmm i, I have i don't have to e- say it's it's cause there's another one. And I feel like I recently saw on another aesthetician's page or someone's page and they were using, and it was like a foundation and it wasn't color science. Cause I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. But no, there's I'm also sure. other makeup lines out there that are
1: um, formulated with sunscreen. So this as is well. a so big, there's a lot of different. This is a big difference when we're talking about. Makeup right now, we're talking about makeup that is sunscreen, not makeup with sunscreen.
0: I'm not sure if they just have like regular plain sunscreen that isn't a makeup sunscreen.
1: I'm not sure about that. I'm on their side, so you can talk about why sunscreen in your makeup is not enough, like scientifically, (laughs) like why it doesn't count.
0: I mean, in general, I would just say if you think about protecting yourself and the way that you want to do something, you want to protect yourself all the way. You don't want there to be like little gaps and holes in the way that you're protecting yourself. Think of it like armor. And when people make armor, there's not big gaps in the ways like in, in their armor so that they can get like penetrated with swords and all these other ways. I don't know why I'm going medieval, <laughs> but um, it's the same way with sunscreen. Like when you have the coverage, you want it to be full coverage. You look at people doing these different comparisons with like vi- these Vizio cams. I think that's what they're called, Vizio cams. Mm-hmm. And Vizia, um, Vizia. Yeah, you said it's Vizia, face. Yeah. Vizia cams. And you'll see that there's a lack of coverage with even d- just different products and open areas on the skin where the rays can penetrate. So it's the same way when you're thinking with UV rays, UVA and UVB, you want to have full protect um, with your skin and the b- ability to be able to, you know, stay fully protected as opposed to wearing something that's just has a drip of sunscreen and
1: the amount that they say on the bottle SPF 50 the amount that you are using is not going to give you that SPF 50 it's typically like I I want to even say like the whole bottle and you're not going to use that whole bottle on your face so you're not getting the SPF 50 as well as the sunscreen and makeup only protects you from uvb rays versus uva rays where your sunscreen protects you from both so your uvb is going to help protect you not to get burnt whereas your uva is what causes aging in the skin so you want the protection for both for sure unless i'm yeah no yeah no i did it the right way uvb is where you get burnt and uva is aging yep uvb is are the burning rays it's not enough you need a real sunscreen and typically the same thing goes for a moisturizer with sunscreen in it now if you have a i will say this if you have a moisturizer that says it has sunscreen in it that's not enough but if you have a sunscreen that is also a moisturizer that is okay If that makes sense,
0: are lots of different SPFs out there. And a lot of people might be thinking
1: which SPF
0: is um, the best or, you know, do I need SPF that is SPF 30, 25,
1: 15,
0: 50, 45, all of these different numbers, you know, what exactly do I need? I would say that it's pretty safe to say that you're going to to start with at least um UVB 30 um UV or not UVB sorry SPF 30 um SPF 30 protects you from at least 96. Point, um 96.7% of the UVB rays but the difference between SPF 30 and 50 is like very two to three percent it's a small percent whereas like spf 15 blocks around 93 percent of UVB rays so there's a larger difference so you want to be using at least like spf 30 and then kind of the difference with spf 30 and 50 is big of a difference so when i'm looking at sunscreens i'm not oh this is spf 50 it's better than this other sunscreen that i really love i just focus unrelated SPF 30 and above so when you're making the decision those are some guidelines you know to think about
1: yep and I guess we can kind of dive into a little bit on why sunscreen is important when you're getting treatments or you're using any type of active skincare because you're going to be wasting away anything that you are doing by not wearing sunscreen And this is because all of your active products, I guess I'll talk about skincare first. All of your active products need you to wear sunscreen to protect your skin because it's going to make you more prone to getting sun damage. So you go out and buy retinol because you have melasma or you have hyperpigmentation and then you don't wear sunscreen, you're asking for more sun damage by not wearing the sunscreen and using that active product. So you're literally going to cause more issues. And then the same with when you're getting treatments done, it's that times 10. You're literally having new skin, brand new skin that you do not need to be destroyed by sun damage. So I don't know about you, but I don't want to pay $100 for a treatment just to ruin my skin. Right.
0: And even with lasers, like that doesn't even just increase your risk of hyperpigmentation, but scarring and um, even worse. So, you know, oh, I'm going to wear sunscreen once a day and go on my daily walks after my IPL session. No. (laughs) Um, You know, we can't be doing that. You need to be wearing your sunscreen, reapplying your sunscreen and even other protective things that we can kind of talk about like at the end of the episode but you need to make sure that you are completely protecting yourself and following the guidelines because as estheticians and other providers we're not just saying oh wear your sunscreen because it sounds trendy or fun and everybody likes to say it the way that these products are formulated chemically um and the way that these treatments affect your skin it's necessary for you to be protected um and it's for your health and for your safety um and we want to all be safe and healthy and our we want our skin to be healthy
1: it's the largest organ on our body. so i think that we should have said this in the beginning too just in case anybody already clicked off is not listening but if you're still listening reapplying is key because doing it in the morning is no longer helping you by noon by two o'clock by four o'clock and before the sun goes down it's no longer working to protect you it sucks we all wish that we could just put it on one time and we're good for the day but it just doesn't work okay i hope and i pray that we can find
0: a way and that one day somebody formulates a sunscreen that just lasts all day long
1: yeah I definitely wish that we could come up with a formula that just continued to work but it doesn't so reapplying every two hours is key and that doesn't mean getting up in the morning putting sunscreen on and then going to work in your cubicle and keep putting it on it means putting it on in the morning taking your drive to work then oh you go out for lunch putting it on before you go out for lunch when you're driving put it on when you're driving if you're sitting by a very lit window and a lot of sunlight coming in reapply your sunscreen it just means when you have any contact direct sunlight Um, putting on people think I'm not going to be outside all day well if you're if you're sitting by a big window that there's a lot of sun coming in if you're in your car there's a lot of sun coming in like they're still getting sun damage that way so if you have direct if you have contact with sunlight just put sunscreen on but like if I'm sitting in my bedroom all day then no you don't have to keep putting your sunscreen on right it's crazy because a lot of
0: people will say oh well I don't like I'm not if I'm not at the pool if I'm not at the beach (laughs) you know I'm like whoo you how often do you wear it at all like yeah one week out of the year you know we're not in California <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to only wear it at the you know but yeah yeah reapply 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 and remember that a lot of these like, if happens. I didn't wear sunscreen <laughs> right and if I didn't wear sunscreen if they didn't wear sunscreen we would be at risk every day with the amount of things that we do, whether it's just the sun, the skincare we're using at home and like the professional treatments we receive every, like now and then, it's just so important. So the other sun protection tips that we had listed are kind of simple, but maybe things that we don't really think about in general. Um, wearing a hat outside to keep yourself protected. I mean, even when actually I recently went to Puerto Rico, I wore like a wide brim hat and I looked cute wearing it, but it wasn't just for the cuteness. It was also like even protecting me. I feel like as far out as like my neck, even a little bit more than just like maybe a ball cap would like my face. I think wearing your hats are very important and something to think about, especially when you're getting treatments done and especially when you're in the sunlight for a long time. Um, Another thing that you can think about, especially getting body treatments like IPL on your arms and your chest is wearing like protective garments. Um, Even like in the summer, you can have like loose fitting clothes or um, you could look, you can look up, I forget what exactly they're called, but they're almost like look up like sun protection shirts and stuff and they have things like that that you can wear um, whether you're at the beach depending on how sensitive you are to the sun and how protective you want to be you can wear even protective garments like that as well and wearing sunglasses is important not even just not because of like the sunscreen perspective of like skin cancer, but doing like these laser trainings for like laser safety recently that I've done, we need it for our eye safety and we need eye protection. So wearing your sunglasses are really important. We don't want to damage our eyes to these rays. Um, So making sure that you're wearing your sunglasses is, you know, something that I've recently became aware of. And I've been wearing my sunglasses on my commute to and from work, and just making sure I have them on, like when I'm out and about, because it's important. Protect something that I re- protect. Yeah, protect your life. It's your life. <laughs> protect your skin. Protect your eyes.
1: <laughs> so if you take anything away from today, use your sunscreen and get a good quality sunscreen. Reapply and find something that you
0: love. And you'll be on the right track. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week when we have some more fun topics to talk about. We always love sharing with you and hope that you enjoy the same. So if you liked this episode, make sure you share it with your fellow esthetician, your estee bestie, a family member, your sister, your brother, anyone that you know would benefit from this podcast and leave us a five-star review. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the skin talk podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. And we'll catch you in the next episode of the skin talk podcast.